The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. This is the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. Turning 50 years of age next year, I've started to really think lately on how America has changed. The United States no longer seems to have the same values it once did just a few short decades ago. There seems to be a degradation of America that includes a decline in family values, helping one another, and just basic decency. Stick around for today's podcast episode as I talk about the degradation of America. This podcast, I really wanted to talk about some things that have been just kind of on my mind for quite some time, and that is the decline in America of so many things. It's being polite, respecting others, and living a life while holding on to integrity. It just really seems like it's been replaced by consumerism, greed, and fame. And it doesn't really matter what side of the political aisle you sit on. America is, it's much different today compared to previous generations. And at least the way I'm thinking, it's not really heading in the right direction. And this can be seen with each generation accumulating more student loan debt while prices are rising for basic living needs. And at the same time, most wages are remaining flat. Healthcare costs, housing prices, and an overall job market that is never quite stable. They've really killed the American dream, which is growingly becoming out of reach for more people than it probably ever has. The problem I personally have with all of this is how so many people just really don't seem to realize what is happening. Much of society just seems to carry on and accept this is the way things are and just the way they'll be going forward. A lot of things need to change for the decline of America to improve. And the problem is, I'm not sure we haven't passed a point of no return, to be honest with you. America is so divided right now with politics, religion, and how people believe things should be properly run in the country. Cancel culture and saying the right things while ignoring obvious problems in favor of political correctness. It's where America seems to be today. What so many average Americans don't realize is politicians, power, and wealth is it's really what is controlling this country. It's not the average person that goes to the voting booth. Now, those people have always been in control, but the problem is it's gotten much worse because more people seem to just have accepted the fate of being controlled, manipulated, and trained for the benefit of an elite few. Now, I don't claim to have all the answers to every problem causing the decline in America, But I do want to point out some of the clear double standards and laughable, obvious issues that are present in the country today. And that's really why I'm doing this podcast. I really just want to open up those conversations 
And this podcast really, it's a little bit of a rant for me and a little bit of therapy while opening the conversations, like I said, that, that just don't seem to be happening. Now, first, if you are listening to this podcast, I, I really just want to get the political views out of the way. And this podcast is, it's for me personally, not being a Republican or a Democrat. To me, politics, really, they just suck on both sides of the aisle. Most people in Washington, they don't represent the average person, nor have they ever for some time now. Most politicians in Washington today are, they're in it as a career. And they're there for their self-interest. And that's really all you can say about it. To me, there is no argument on which is the best side of politics. And I'm sure I'll get a lot of comments on, you know, Biden this or Trump this. Well, Biden, Trump, Republican, Democrat, there simply isn't one superior over the other. They both basically suck. Conservative, left, right, middle, and again, it's no contest. They all have problems. Politics for some time now, in my view, hasn't been about choosing the best. The decision has been about voting for which of the ones I want to put in office that I think I think are going to suck the least. If you're listening to this podcast and trying to take a position politically or want to attack me as being one way or the other on the political aisle, then that, that's fine. I just want to get it out there that I really couldn't care less. And I'm going to tell you that this podcast is going to have views that are going to offend people on both sides of that political aisle. And when it comes down to it, there's, there's just problems on both sides. There's a degradation, a decline in America. And I'm going to talk about the financial decline for the average person, but also just a, a decline in values. And a lot of this is just really things that I've just started to observe lately in detail. Because the problem is, I, I just don't hear too many people talking about a lot of the stuff that I'm, I'm going to mention. The first thing I want to dive into is just the, the nightly news. Because I, I got to be honest with you, with you, now that I've gotten the political side of things out of the way, I want to point out how the nightly news, it's just plain depressing. And it makes me angry most of the time when I turn it on. I think to myself, is it just me or do you have a lot of the same feelings? If, if you watch your news channel, everything seems to be so political on the news. I was always under the impression that news and journalism should be free of thought. Report on the facts, regardless of how you feel personally. Now, I could be wrong, but decades ago, there seemed to be more news outlets that did this. Now we have news stations that won't say things because they lean one political direction or the other, or they're afraid of offending one of their advertisers. When you don't report the truth with the news or leave things out of it for the benefit of an advertiser or political party, it, it no longer is the news. It just becomes like a sales pitch while leaving out possibly important details. So many news outlets today are, they're just used car salespeople looking to make the most money and get the highest ratings. 
The news is no longer about the the truth, but what will get viewers to listen or watch. It's basically like a like a clickbait. The obvious issue with the news is even when it's the same, it's often reported quite differently and many times reported as how the top executives at a news outlet think it should be reported. Independent journalism and television news is it's likely dead and this is a big problem as I see it. It's definitely a decline in America. And once again, no matter what side of the political aisle you're on, there should be an issue with how the news is reported on most of the major channels. One of the big questions is, how is it that most channels report things one way and a few report things another way? This is all while it is, it's basically the same news. Independent journalists need to keep their political views to themselves. It, to me, it's like professional athletes. If I turn on a, a football game or a baseball game, I'm there to watch it, not to hear what a player's political beliefs are. And the same goes for the news. The problem is so many news anchors and television personalities, they're plainly, they're, they're so narcissistic and arrogant that they want to get their views into the conversation because they always think they're right. And for this reason, I won't watch a lot of the news anymore. To me, network news anchors, they're, they're not journalists. They're more like politicians. They're privileged and out of touch with most people. I don't want to hear how they feel on climate change, the economy, or anything else. Plainly, they should just shut the hell up and report the news. Once I decided to do this podcast on, on a lot of things that are in decline in America, I really started to look into a lot of the research and the surveys. And one of the ones that I found interesting that came out through Pew Research is a majority of the public, 56% say they are somewhat optimistic about the future for America. But that leaves basically the other half that is not too optimistic. And those people, the majority believe that the economy in the future in America, it's going to be weaker. Healthcare costs will be less affordable. And the condition of the environment will be worse. And older Americans will have a harder time making ends meet than they do now. That shouldn't come as a surprise because that basically is a reality right now. The research from Pew also went on to say that more than four in 10 Americans predict that the average family's standard of living will get worse rather than better over the next 30 years. And when you think about a lot of this research, it's already happening. This, it's not a surprise. It's not a prediction. A lot of it is already happening. Now, I know there might be some people that will argue that it's the current economic environment we're in with the high inflation that is causing some of the problems along with the stoppage of the cargo ships in port trying to deliver goods. But again, these things have been going on for a while. It's not just this particular year or since COVID started. The rising prices of things, it's just been going up more than people have 
been making. Like I said, it doesn't matter what side of the political aisle you're on. That That's one of the things that I had a problem with was when Trump was in office is on some channels, you would hear how wages are up for a lot of people in America. But when you look at the bottom line, that simply was not the case with the rising costs of things, particularly healthcare and the cost of education. Education itself, to put a kid in college today, that price has been doubling about every nine years. And it's much higher than the rate of inflation for some time now. There's definitely an economic decline for most people in America. And I do have some, some theories on that as far as why that's happening. And again, this is nothing new that just started since COVID or, you know, since the, the last presidential election or the one before that. This stuff has been going on for a while, and it really just starts with the decline in basic decency in America, basic values. Because like I said in the beginning of the podcast, the value in America, it's no longer family or looking out for one another. It really is more about consumerism and greed. The decency is basically gone. And I think the, the greed is what's really going to be the ultimate decline. Because since America has outsourced labor, also imported cheaper goods, all to make shareholders happy at a lot of companies. And one of the things that I've really started to think about lately as I've started to buy some things is just how bad it's gotten with the quality and prices of things. I'll give you an example is I recently had to get a new dishwasher. My dishwasher broke. Now I had that old dishwasher for almost 15 years. When I bought it, it was a lower end cheap dishwasher. It was about $500, I think. Now I had to buy another dishwasher. It was over a thousand dollars. And when it was delivered, I told the, I was talking to the guy and he said, yeah, he said the, the delivery and install guy, he said, these days you're looking to get maybe eight to 10 years out of your dishwasher. So it's basically lower quality and the price is more than doubled for a decent dishwasher. So that tells you something. The quality of stuff is sacrificed in place for profits. It's really the race to the lowest cost to get things made. Another one that really bothers me lately that I did a podcast on is automobiles. Automobiles today, they are outrageously expensive. Being that America is so dependent on automobiles. In many places, you have to have one to get to work, pick the kids up from school, go to the grocery store. If you don't live in some place that has excellent public transportation, you need a car. And cars, quite honestly, they're, the cost is getting out of control, especially when you take the quality into account. Now, yeah, the cars, the engines are lasting longer. The transmissions might be built a little better in some cars, but it's the overall build quality that is just terrible. 
I drive a Honda that's five or six years old. And it's got 40, a little over 40,000 miles on it. And the other day I'm looking at it and this car looks 10 years old because all of the plastic has faded due to the sun. And there's so much plastic on cars these days because they're trying to make them as cheap as they can. All the money that they're putting into them is technology that eventually breaks down. All those Bluetooth devices and backup cameras, that's where the money's going. It's not going into the overall build quality of the cars. A new car today, an average new car is around, you know, a little over $30,000. And that's a lot of money for a lot of people. I mean, that could be, you know, if the average household is pulling in about $60,000 a year, that's half a year's pay to buy a new car. Now, I usually say buy a used car, but even in this environment with COVID, with a shortage of cars and things, the used cars are outrageous. And I only know this because my wife and I are right now in the market for another car and the prices are, they're just, they're not realistic. Now, I was looking at a, buying a Toyota truck that's nothing special, you know, and the brand new ones can go for over $40,000 and a used one with a ton of miles on it can be $25,000. The prices of things have just gotten out of control. I really don't know where we go from here because people are not making the money to, to keep up. And that decline is going to catch up. So what happens when most of America is dependent on having an automobile and they can no longer afford to have one? That's clearly going to be a problem. Now, some of my other issues with the economy and lower quality of things while the prices are going up, not prices of everything have gone up, but the quality has certainly gone down on just about everything. Look at one of the, the biggest stores, which is Walmart. Everything in there is low quality. I mean, the problem with that is, is people flock to the Walmart because one, that's all so many people can afford. And two, they have this need to just buy more and more and more. But the problem you don't see is you're buying things that are then throwaway things. We live in such a throwaway society. You know, you buy a microwave that used to last 15 years and now you buy one for slightly cheaper, but you throw it away in five years and buy another one. So in those 15 years, you end up spending more money. And this is really part of a problem that corporate America has really started to, they, they figured out a long time ago, it doesn't pay to make quality items. Get them made as cheap as you can, build them as cheap as you can, put them at a little less expensive price and people will buy more of it and in the long run spend more money. And it's, it's really put a decline in America because people have no money because they keep replacing the same shit. Another issue with low prices and low quality, if you go to one of the largest online companies where everyone seems to order things from these days, which is Amazon, a lot of that stuff is made in China. I mean, it's cheap. It's, it's the online Walmart that you get delivered to your door, basically. And although Amazon can be great, I mean, I've shopped on there before. It really does bother me a lot of the time when I do shop on there simply for the fact that Amazon 
has basically caused a decline in small business in America. They've put a lot of people out of business. And you could say, well, change is inevitable. Change always happens. But the problem with a company like Amazon, Walmart, and other of the huge companies is they're putting everyone else out of business. So what happens when there's no more small businesses? It's clearly a problem and a decline because the there's no more competition. I, I clearly can't see how some of these companies, they're, you know, the antitrust laws and things just, they don't do anything. I mean, a company like Amazon that's selling everything under the sun. I even saw the other day where they, they now have are, are selling prescription drugs. This is clearly a problem. And I'll tell you the, the real underlying issue here with the decline and degradation of the country is the people in charge that have the money, they have the political power and the connections. They've been designing America to their benefit for years. It doesn't matter this presidential election, the last presidential election. It's been going on for a long time. And these people are the ones in charge making the laws. They're working with the antitrust laws. They're working with corporate laws and taxes. And they're designing it to, to their benefit. Now, a lot of what I'm saying here is these are thoughts that I, I've had for probably the last 10 years or so. And I found it interesting if... You haven't seen it. Uh, there's a special, if it's still on Netflix, called Saving Capitalism. Watch that because it really is eye-opening and there is so much truth to it. And the guy, I forget the guy's name, but he also wrote a book called Saving Capitalism. It's a good read as well. But these people have, they've been designing things to their benefit. And it really is a problem. I don't see a way out of it without putting people in charge of this country that really are in touch with everybody else. And I, I don't see how that can exactly happen with the way politics is wrapped up in really who has the most money. From an economic perspective, the there really has, there is a continual decline in America with people earning less now, I say earning less on the bottom line because, yes, people over time do get raises. People start earning more money. But when you look at the bottom line with true costs, with housing and education, people are making less money. Then they're turning around and buying throwaway crap three and four times over. The decline in things has really resulted in the supposed American dream being, being dead for so many people. I mean, right now, it is very challenging for a lot of young adults to afford a home around in different places around the country. It's just gotten so expensive, and they're not earning the money they need to, especially, you know, if you've spent all that money in those years to get a college education that is supposed to be a return on investment for a lot of people that in to return on investment is is not turning out 
That's another decline in America is the education system is really broken. Now, I know America has some of the best colleges, but at the same time, so many young adults are, are still being told to this day that they have to go to college for any type of success. And the result is, over time, more people have gone to college, more people are getting debt for it. It's creating a much larger pool of college graduates for employers to choose from. Thus, it's likely driving down wages. So that's not a good outcome. Now, I won't get too much into the decline of higher education, but for the most part, it's just become too expensive. You know, to get into decades of debt, which right now the average bachelor's degree holder with student loan debt takes over 20 years to pay it all off. By the time you're in your 40s, you probably you, you, you finally have your student loans paid off. That just doesn't sound like a stable financial life. I mean, you, you really need to, especially in today's climate, with another decline, which is the retirement for so many people. You know, you have the extinction, basically, of pensions at a lot of places, a lot of companies, because they, they favor the less expensive 401ks that they have less responsibility for and that's another decline. And because people are making less money, they're simply having a much more challenging time saving for retirement. And in the next 20 or 30 years, that's really going to start to catch up right at about the same time that Social Security is really going to have a major issue. When you really look at it, the bottom line for a lot of the decline in America, it it is a Unfortunately, it all comes back to a financial one a lot of times. If people are struggling, people don't have security and they're always worried about money because that's what you buy health insurance for or with is money. You got to have money to do it. You got to have money for a place to live. So it really does all come back to that. So aside from the decline of from an economic perspective in America, that really is causing a lot of other problems. And one of the ones I've really started to notice in probably the last five, six years is in general, most people are, they're pissed off. And you can see this from a lot of the, the violence. I mean, you can see it just driving down the road in a lot of places with the, with the road rage. People are in a hurry. They don't give a shit. And part of that is due to be, because people are simply angry. And part of that anger, is, it's an economic one because a lot of people don't feel like they've got a chance anymore and the American dream is dead. And they're just going wander, you know, wandering aimlessly into a job each day that they're never going to get anywhere. And as prices keep going up and things keep getting harder, is all people really want is a sense of security and to live a life happily, maybe have a family. But that's becoming much more difficult. As the economy outlook has not been that great for some time, and people seem to just be getting more pissed off and selfish, things are really in decline and things are, are really changing in this country. Now, when people are basically pissed off because they don't feel like they can get ahead, the other problem with the decline of things is 
people, they don't like to be controlled. And that is something that is certainly going on right now is a lot of people feel like they don't have any control of anything. And it's, it really is due to the people in charge being in control. And again, it, it doesn't matter what side of the political aisle you're on. The people that are in control, for the most part, they are not in touch with the average person. There's a problem being able to run a country and know what people need when you've never experienced any of that. Some of the, the anger people have, I believe it really just comes from a lot of people just getting away with shit and they shouldn't be able to. And these are the people in power and people with money. It happens all the time. But at the same time, you have a lot of things that don't make any sense as people just wander idly. I mean, give, for example, some of the news that's come out over the last couple months. And when you think about it, it's just, it's ridiculous. Some of the stuff that you see. So one of the ones I'll use as, as an example here, and like I said, doesn't matter what side of the political aisle you're on, if you've been watching any of the news. So one of the things here is the, the president's son now sells artwork. Now he's never been an artist and it goes to anonymous buyers. Now, if you clearly don't think that's a problem, whether you voted for his father or not, that's, I don't see how you can't see that that is a problem. The guy's getting paid tons of money for artwork. Clearly that's a problem because first and foremost, you have to understand the art world itself is it's known to be used for money laundering. And the president's son is now all of a sudden becomes an artist and he's getting paid a lot of money for his artwork. And that's clearly a issue. Another absurd thing I saw recently is with the, you know, a lot of this cancel culture, it's ridiculous. And this is another reason why so many people are living in fear and they're pissed off because people are being controlled. They don't like to be controlled. They don't like to be controlled in their lives and they don't like to be controlled financially, economically. And that's what's occurring here. Just look at one of the cancel culture things that I saw the other day on the news, and that's with uh, the firing or supposed resigning of the one coach in the NFL, John Gruden. So you take a look at this guy, and he wrote some emails with some not-so-nice words and some emails 10 years ago, and now all of a sudden he gets canceled. Who in their right mind does not think these things have gone on in a locker room forever? And you're going to go back 10 years and cancel the guy. The other one that really gets on my nerves is canceling comedians. To me, comedy should be off limits completely. You should be able to make fun of whatever shit you want to make fun of. And if people don't want to watch it, you don't like it, don't watch it. But it's comedy. Whatever happened to, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt. That's totally thrown out the door with cancel culture. And that's another decline of things that are going on. Our freedoms are being taken away. You should be able to say what you want without being canceled. I have to be honest. It really just some of the stuff that I am observing lately, it just baffles my mind. 
on how the stuff can go on and nobody really says anything. I don't even know if anybody really thinks it, to be honest with you. You know, the decline of American values is partly because, you know, family, it comes back to economics again, is both parents are, are, are working a lot of the time. Nobody's home. Nobody sits down for dinner anymore. Nobody has any conversations unless it's over a text or an email. And that's certainly a decline in things. Now, I talked a little bit about the, the consumerism of things, of people just buying, 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 partly because they have to, because they, they buy shit that just needs to be replaced continually. But another decline with things is, it's with the fame. I can't get over how frustrating it is that is all you see on television and YouTube and online is, you know, the, these YouTube stars and these, these movie people, these TV people. I could really care less what these people do because a lot of them are quite honestly terrible, awful people. And some of them are the ones that are behind the scenes and they are controlling people and people just, oh, they're, they're, they're so great. No, they're not. And a lot of them are quite honestly, awful people. I understand that America is a capitalist society, but one of the things that, that just bothers me is, you know, which I, again, comes back to a lot of the decline in America and people being pissed off is they're watching a lot of this entertainment stuff and with all the money these people are spending and they're getting pissed off and rightfully so because a share of things in a lot of corporations has, it's not happening anymore. A lot of the profits and things, it's going to executives and CEOs and shareholders. Now, some of that should. The problem is, you know, it's gone from being, you know, a hundred times what an average worker makes to a thousand times or more. It's an issue. I'll tell you, I had one of, uh, one of the comments I had on, on one of my, my, I think it was a podcast or something was somebody, I, I was going over the CEO and executive salary these days and somebody came back and said, well, you know, if a CEO takes a company from a million dollar company to a hundred million dollar company, shouldn't they get rewarded for that? And my answer is absolutely yes. But I'll turn that around and say if a million dollar company is turned into a hundred million dollar company and that company has 5,000 employees, didn't those 5,000 employees also contribute to that company being now being a hundred million dollar company? Shouldn't some of the money be shared with those people, some of the rewards? And that really is the problem is a lot of those rewards are not being shared any longer. And people are pissed off, rightfully so. Quite plainly, the decline with things around the country, it, it's really come down to more and more people just doing what they need to do to survive. They're doing it for their own survival. And this is turning people to be more and more selfish. And in a way, you have to be uh, if you want to survive. Partly because the people in charge... The politicians, the people with money, they don't give a shit. They're not 
trying to help people. They're not really looking out for, for people, people that even work for them. They don't give a shit. It's the bottom line. And one of the things is, is the politicians in Washington. I don't know how you change that because they're career politicians. Most of these people that in Washington, they, they don't get into it for the greater good. They get into it for money. They're bred to do it. And I think there really does need to be some changes. And the big thing that comes up in my mind with the decline and, and degradation of America is what's the tipping point? When are things actually going to change? And I think the worry is with a lot of people is it's never going to change. Things are only going to get worse. And like I said, all of this is not something that's been happening in the last two years. It's probably been, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. Over time, this is how things are going. It's getting worse. It's not getting better. You know, part of it was with Trump, we'll, we'll get on the other side, is people thought, you know, things would really be changed. He was an outsider, get somebody in there. But the truth is, even Trump, he's not truly an outsider. He's an outsider in Washington. Sure, he's not a politician, but he's not an outsider. He's wealthy. He's an insider. He's wealthy than the majority of people in America. And I think to truly make change and get America back on track, you probably need a lot of people running things that do know what's going on. And they're not a true outsider. Now, now how do you do that? I, I've sometimes pondered over, you know, who would make a good president? And for the most part, not career politicians, not billionaires, probably. I think for a lot of people in Washington, particularly in the White House, you know, it's come down to so much of who has the money to run a campaign, who, who's the best liar, who can get away with things, who, you know, who aren't they going to dig up the most dirt on? That's what it's really about when really they need to take somebody who really can know what's going on in most households in America. And that's how you stop the decline. Now, I thought about one time the, the ideal presidential candidate, who would that be? And to me, it wouldn't be somebody in, you know, career politics. It wouldn't be somebody that's grew up in a affluent household. It wouldn't be somebody that went to law school or grew up in a, a billionaire family. One of the stipulations I would have is it would need to be somebody that probably ran a business. And I'm not talking about somebody that was handed money to start a business of their own, but maybe somebody that built something of their own. I think another thing, the someone that should you know, be president have is military service. I don't know how you can run one of the, you know, have say over one of the biggest militaries in the world and have no experience being in the military. That should be, it should be something that every president has, in my opinion. The decline of the country, it's really just something that has really started to bother me lately. And that's really why I wanted to kind of do this podcast because I really wanted to hear some thoughts from some other people. Send in your comments and, and let me know what your thoughts are on 
you know, the country today and its values and how do we solve pro the problems going forward? Do you think the problems can be solved or do you think it's too late? My worry is, you know, for my daughter and, and, and future generations, the things just aren't what they once were. And I understand some things change for the better, but a lot of things have changed for the worse. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money Podcast. If you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. Let me know your thoughts on the decline and degradation of America. Do you feel that the economy and values have, have just declined? You can send any comments to me directly at eric at smartstartmoney.com. On the next podcast episode, I'm going to be taking a look at college again and answering a question that was sent in to me. And that question is, do most college students work? <laughs>